It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Away we go, the start of another week for the Pro Football Show. I am Chris Landry. It is Monday, June 15th, and we've got a bunch of things to talk to you about around the league. Some news and notes. Not a lot of news, newsy news, but uh, certainly got some follow-ups and some conversations I've had around the league. Going to delve into a little bit more with the Seahawks. What's going on uh, with the Browns? Uh, some Titans news as well. It's the latest on Jadavian Clowney. Frustration still going on between Jamal Adams uh, with the Jets. A little 49ers discussions. Um, what about Mitchell Trubisky coming out and making a, a stance there? Uh, some Steeler news. Some Patriots news. And how about key issues that I'm looking for for the AFC and NFC West teams? What we're going to do is we're going to take two divisions a day this week. And we'll wrap it up Thursday, obviously. Uh, We'll do the West today, the AFC West and the NFC West. So, reminder, this podcast brought to you by our great friends at 401k Generation, the experts in financial planning. Um, Whether it's looking at retirement issues, whether it's um, looking at the market and seeing are you on track to reaching your financial goals? Money management, investment opportunities, uh, 401ks, IRAs, you name it. They can help you regardless of where you're listening to this podcast because they're licensed in all 50 states. Maybe you've got a new addition to the family. Uh, our good friend T.J. Pittenger, a real big force behind what we do here. Um, he and his lovely wife, Kara, are uh, expecting a bouncing baby boy any day now. Any day could be this week. We'll keep you posted. But Elaine is about to get in a, get in a new baby bro. So we're really excited for the Pittenger family. Maybe you got a situation like that. Somebody else uh, that's you know a new member of the family trying to prepare for that. A lot of things to make sure that you're on track to your financial goals, that your financial health is in good shape. So Give the good folks, Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation, a call at 1-866-998-5879. Also a reminder to make sure that you're getting this podcast 
uh, each and every day to your cell phone. Um, Landry Football's conference call is where you want to go to get it each and every day. Speaking of that, oh, we have been teasing it. We've been teasing it. And we're we're not trying to tease. Um, we are, um, I'm going to say about a week away from, you know, maybe maybe some point this week, but certainly hopefully by the beginning of next week, we're going to debut a new show on the network, SEC Gumbo. We're putting the final touches on it. Blake Rafino is going to be putting that together. Going to be bringing that to you a couple of days a week, kind of finding out those details two days, three days a week. Going to be looking at You're going to love it. You're going to love his hot takes on everything to do with SEC sports, focusing a lot on football. Yeah, he's located in Louisiana, really clued in, really follows the rest of the conference. I wouldn't have him on here. So it's going to be something that you're going to get a lot of inside information, a lot of hot takes, and it's going to be interactive. So we are looking at trying to make this bigger and better for you, and he's the first step towards getting that uh, done. So check out SEC Gumbo. Uh, follow it all on Twitter, at SEC Gumbo. And by the way, that's spelled S-E-C-G-U-M-B-E-A-U-X. I don't come here with any of that G-U-M-B-O gumbo. In Louisiana, they got the Cajun spelling. You saw the Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. It's gumbo. So check it out there. SEC Gumbo, we're really, really excited about having Blake on board. All part of LandryFootball.com. If you're having trouble finding it, again, all you got to do is sign up for Landry Football's conference call, and it'll get to you, and you'll go right to your phone. If you're having trouble with that, go to LandryFootball.com, and you'll find the podcast there. And right under the podcast with the little notes about the podcast, it'll tell you where to sign up. So if you're, you know, um, wanting to know how to do it, if you're technically challenged, like the host is, you can absolutely take care of that. Host meaning me. Um, I am definitely technically challenged. So, but check out LandryFootball.com, our scouting season offer, uh, roster breakdowns, college, NFL, uh, recruiting board, you name it. We've got it all for you right there. So take advantage of it today. Uh, uh, LandryFootball.com, less than $5 a month, will get you inside information, scouting and coaching analysis that you can't get anywhere else. So check it out, LandryFootball.com. So what's happened over the weekend? Not a whole lot that's newsworthy. That's You know where things are going in terms of we're on pace for training camp. That is going to be the first time that players can get on the field with their coaches. That's the latest here. Right now, we're doing a little work on kind of where things are with, you know, talking with um, coaches and people around the league, um, kind of how they plan on doing things and studying a little bit more of their players. They're thinking, well, how, do, how can they know any more about their players because they haven't seen, well, you know, virtual teaching and looking at film from previous years, if there is a previous year, looking at college tape. You know, people think, well, you're done with a player. You've evaluated him. Yeah, you've evaluated him. You've drafted You've signed him, whatever the case may be. But you will spend a lot of even more time looking at certain things because in the draft process, you'll look at players 
from the standpoint of do they have the skill sets to do certain things and where is the potential. But then you often go back as a coach and look at how players did things at the college level to get a better feel for what they were able to do and what they were able to handle um, in college and maybe how you might incorporate what you ask them to do uh, by studying that. So it's a, it's a different way looking at the same uh, tape, but ascertaining different things with it. So just discussing with a lot of things um, and just getting an update on a lot of rehabs, quite frankly. So, um, for example, in Denver, I know uh, defense coordinator Ed Donatel said that Bradley Chubb is full speed, ready to go. Of course, you know, Chubb had a fantastic rookie season back in 18. He was limited to just four games last year because of that torn ACL. But 12 sacks that rookie year. Um, you look at he and Vaughn Miller, that's awfully tough to go up against. Awfully tough to play with that dual threat, you know, coming at you from both waves. Um, and the defense didn't fall apart without Chubb. I mean, they ranked 10th in points allowed per game, but um, overall they gave up 24 fewer points in all but one of their final nine games. But uh, certainly this is a leap forward with a healthy year from Chubb and Von Miller, this would go a long way. And one of the reasons why we need to keep our eye out on Denver, the offense has been a lot of attention paid to and lots going to be expected of young people, but the defense is the calling card for this Bronco team. Um, the Browns uh, haven't given up on signing Jadavian Clowney, I hear. Um, remember that uh, also – the Browns have engaged in contract discussions with Miles Garrett. Clowney and Garrett share the same agent, Buzz Cook. So they've been talking with both of them how to make that work. Um, the Browns, I believe, have given the best offer yet to Clowney, but it wasn't close to what he was looking for. Um, but still could be about 17, 18 a year, maybe 16, somewhere in that range. Clowney expects to get more if he's patient and plays the long game and somebody gets injured. <clears throat> but we'll see how that plays out. And, of course, with Miles Garrett, 24 years old, um, uh, you know, we're looking at probably getting a deal done this summer there with him. So keep that in mind as, wow, that, that, that could have an effect for him. Now, elsewhere, who else is in the running? For Jadavian Clowney, John Robinson, Titans general manager, uh, said that he was pretty good fit to have Jadavian Clowney in Tennessee if they can get it done. Had no conversations uh, recently, but thinks he would be a good fit. It's a good team. Obviously, they feel they're close, so they feel they meet that criteria. It's going to come down to money. You know, there was a lot of chatter about a reunion of Clowney going back to Seattle. Um but that just doesn't appear to be. That's where he's likely going to get and has received um, the lowest offer to this point. It's looking like he's going to have to take less to go with Seattle if that's what he wants to do. And to this point, he's not willing to do that. Also, uh, some news around Seattle talking with those folks. Pete Carroll 
believes that Carlos Hyde will be ready to go. Um, they, um, he obviously had a torn labrum and a rash of injuries that last year the Seahawks had, but they feel like he's going to be ready to go. Quentin Dunbar has rejoined Seahawks for their virtual offseason meetings. Um, but um, he had four charges in connection with an armed robbery in, in Florida. Uh, and, of course, that was involved with that DeAndre Baker situation. But he is still involved with the team in virtual meetings. Also, um, Marquise uh, Blair um, is a strong candidate for their slot corner duties. Um, they like him. They think he can help him in nickel. Um, 34 of his 440 rookie snaps came in nickel. But uh, they think it's something he can be very effective. And uh, Hugo Amadi didn't get the job done very well in 19, so they're looking for some different options. Oh, boy, there continues to be frustration with Jamal Adams. Uh, with every deal and every reported news of a deal and discussions, Jamal Adams tweets out when there's word that Miles Garrett is getting an offer. He writes on Instagram, hey, I, I can't congratulations, Miles Garrett. I can't even get a first proposal. And yeah, you know, so he's he is continuing. He and his camp continues to try to push his way out of New York. You know, this is, uh, look, I think it's one of those cases where the Jets are going to have to deal with it. But you never let a player negotiate through the media. And while this may not sound good, the reality is a player is a commodity for a team and needs to be approached accordingly. If there is a belief in any way that you are desperate to get rid of a guy off your team, he's going to go for less. So, look, he is a member of your team until he's not. You always have to play that game a little bit to whether, is this guy going to sign a deal? Does this guy really want to sign a deal? Is he continuing to try to talk his way out? Um Look, I think you can you can stay quiet, do your business, but in the end, obviously, getting him you can't make him sign another contract. You can hold him to the contract that he's currently signed to, but you can't make him sign another one. So it's something that they're going to have to figure out. Uh, is a new contract going to satisfy this guy, or is he constantly going to be a malcontent in the locker room? I think it's questionable, and quite frankly, something they're going to have to figure out. I do believe he can be had in a trade. I think they're going to want an awful lot for him, and rightly so. Uh, The Jags signed their six-round pick, Tyler Davis, to a four-year deal. He's 6'4", 245. We talked about him. Good special teams guy. At a senior at Georgia Tech, caught 17 passes. He's got some potential there as an online guy. Really can help on special teams. Some 49ers conversation. Brandon Ayuk is fully recovered from his core surgery operation. 25th overall pick. Has been participating in informal throwing sessions with Jimmy Garoppolo. So he certainly can help them this year as a rookie. Uh, Jalen Hurt with a 
with a back issue as resume catching passes in that same informal session with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the Niners announced in April that Hurd's been cleared for activities. Hadn't caught a pass since August. Very raw, really explosive, powerful, um, and really doesn't, from an assignment, from a technique standpoint, still very, very raw. So there's a lot of potential there, and he's got some versatility, I think, with this receiving core this year. It could serve him well and make it even more impressive um, for George Kittle. Um, How about Mitchell Trubisky? Saying Friday, he was motivated by the Bears' addition of Nick Foles. It was kind of interesting to me. Um, That's the business we're in. I think it was kind of pissed off in a good way. I've been motivated ever since. All right. Made not a whole lot of progress in his three years. Got Foles, who's very familiar with that offense. Uh, Going on 26, we knew, we discussed it when Mitchell came out. Very little football background. If I were to compare the amount of football under his belt, it would be more along the lines of Ryan Tannehill. An athlete that just hasn't played a lot of quarterback. Now, I haven't coached either one, so I can't say that they're alike personality-wise, but their situation, which is, again, an athlete that has very little football background and played very little, you know, snaps in college at North Carolina, just like Tannehill, very little quarterback snaps at A&M. Certainly a pivotal year with a veteran quarterback coming in because it's pivotal for the head coach and the general manager. I mentioned Friday talked about some guys that were on the hot seat. And Matt Nagy's on it. He's certainly feeling some heat. The seat's warm. I don't know how hot it is. It's warm. And certainly how they're able to fix that quarterback situation is going to be pivotal. The Steelers, we mentioned this, but just a reminder, they did sign Matt Fowler to a one-year $3.25 million deal. Started 16 games for the Steelers uh, over in New England. Sony Michelle's recovering from that foot surgery. Um, What they're telling me was more maintenance issued. He's notoriously battled chronic knee injuries dating back to high school, but only missed three games. So we'll see. We'll see where it could be. Um, Damian Harris could potentially open the year as a starter if Michelle misses any time. So that's an update there. So what are the key issues for each team heading into this year? Well, we're going to tackle a little bit of the NFC West and the AFC West. What about the Cardinals? You know, coming off a year, they ranked 27th in pass defense. So Patrick Peterson delivered really uneven work after his suspension. Robert Alfred's due back after missing all of last year due to an injury. He struggled in 17. Byron Murphy, their second-round pick, graded out in the bottom 10 among corners as a rookie. Logan Ryan's out there. Darquees Denard's out there. Eli Apple's out there. Cardinals allowed an NFL-high 7-2 completions of 20-plus yards last year. 
Um, we'll see. That's an area that's a big issue. The Rams, after trading two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey, the all-pro cornerback in nearly in a Laramie Tunzel-esque name-your-price position in the contract year, he's, he's in a spot. The Rams moved off Todd Gurley and Brandon Cook's contract. Um but they're going to have to build around their high-priced tandem, Ramsey and Aaron Donald on the defensive side. We're going to see what they're going to do. Um, it was a bad move on on both the Cooks and the, you know, with in the Gurley contracts. Those were bad contracts. But the move with Ramsey to not get a deal done before the move was an equally bad move. It shows the vulnerability the Rams have at GM with the young guy that without – um, without somebody to kind of guide him, you know, he's just a, you know, he's just an empty suit there. He's just kind of a, a guy just there to appease the head coach. Very little football background. San Francisco, with DeForest Buckner out of the picture, got George Kittle's extension, the biggest priority. Um, you can't expect them to enter the season making $2.1 million, but um, so they're navigating possible, which makes some sense. Oh, he's under contract. Why would you do it? Because it's going to cost less than if you wait another year. Get it done now. It's a big part of that offense. He's rare combination of elite and receiving skills. He's the best all-around tight end of the game, period. The best all around. Um, when he was healthy, Gronk was the best in recent years. Kittle is the best now. He's the most consistent. I think Gronk could be that on a game-in, game situation, but not a game-in, game-out situation. Um. So we'll see. Um, you know, he's he's going to get paid an awful lot. He's going to set the market, no question about it. Um, going to go north of Hunter Henry's deal, certainly. And well-deserved for what he means to that offense and will mean to that offense. The Seahawks. They're delaying adding a defensive end. It's got to end soon. Um, Marcus Golden, Everson Griffin, Jadavian Clowney. Um, we talked about the Clowney situation. Uh, I, I just don't, I just don't see them going into this year. Or let me say this: that they do go into this year without improving that group, they're not going to be able to get it done in this division. Last year's group finished 31st in sacks, and they've yet to replace Frank Clark. Now. You know, we'll see if they make a move and maybe sign one of those guys. Maybe they make a trade for Nindakwe. Um, you know, we'll see. But that's a big question mark I got. What about the AFC West? Denver. Are the Broncos going to allow Phillip Lindsay to earn less than one-tenth of Melvin Gordon's salary? Under, undrafted status. He's, he's extension eligible. 
as a runner, he's outproduced Gordon. But the hometown product is set to earn $750,000 along Gordon's two-year $16 million deal. While Lindsay has indicated he'll report to camp, the new CBA limits his options anyway. So this almost has to be an issue given his two 100-yard rushing seasons in two years to Gordon's one and five. The Broncos move away from Lindsay's extension talk this year. The financial imbalance in their backfield is going to be one to watch. Can you rely on Gordon? Is he going to be health enough? healthy enough? Significant questions. How about Kansas City? Uh, Patrick Mahomes' extension talks, certainly there. Uh, that's going to be critical. That's going to get done, and it's still early, and I think they're on track to this point. Chris Jones has become one of the premier high blue-grade level defensive player, defensive tackle. They got to make that commitment to the quarterback. They got Frank Clark at deal. Then you got Jones. Uh, and, and you look at what DeForest Buckner got. <coughs> Excuse me. That sets the market. Okay. This is where the difficulty of, how, boy, the Chiefs are good. Boy, the, yeah, they are. You know the quarterback's going to get his. Something's going to give elsewhere. They're going to lose something because the quarterback's going to get his $40 million per. So you're going to have to hit it in free in the draft because you're going to lose. Not going to be able to play all of those guys. How about the Raiders? Although Derek Carr hadn't changed his team or systems, um, the Raiders restocked the pass-catching core around them. Jason Witten doesn't impress. Nelson Aguiar joins draftees Henry Ruggs, Lynn Bowden Jr., Brian Edwards. Carr will be working mostly with the new guys. So they're going to have to – it's going to be a challenge to incorporate so many new players in such a short time in a virtual offseason. Um, is Carr going into his final audition with Gruden? Is he going to get challenged by Mariota? Will they have a package for Mariota? Will Gruden fall out of love with Carr and in love with Mariota as he tends to fall out of love and in love regularly? And the Chargers, they have done quite a bit to upgrade their roster and adding all-pro cornerback Chris Harris, Pro Bowl defense tackle Linville Joseph, long-times Packers right tackle Brian Balaga, and first-round linebacker Kenneth Murray. Except at quarterback, they have a playoff-caliber roster. They need someone to protect Tyrod Taylor and eventually Justin Herbert. Jason Peters, they want to make that move? Or they want to go young and kind of build and address that with a younger guy down the road? He's 38 years old. You know, he could help them this year. He doesn't make sense long-term. Um, you could maybe do a Calvin Beecham or a Cordy Glenn much cheaper and allow you flexibility to move on. With Peters, it's a one-year deal. 
and do you feel you're good enough at the quarterback situation to make that move? Awesome. Interesting question marks, AFC West and NFC West. Hey, reminder to a couple of things before I get to a couple of reminders. Richard's got a couple of questions. He says, Richard asks, you mentioned that you worked the entire country as a scout and you went to each of the regions that you went into. My question is, were you able to pay for hotel rentals and other places as far as finding a place to stay as well as getting reliable transportation of the time? Well, um, here's how it works, Richard. NFL teams provide cars or a car allowance for their scouts. We had cars, and what I did in well, both places, well, really the three that I've been at more actively in, is you have a car that, you know, you, 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 you've got a per diem. Uh, they pay the, the – um, certainly the club pays the hotel room. They pay a per diem. They pay the maintenance on your car, um, and you can do it by a car allowance, um, uh, uh, by mileage, or just receipts. But none of that comes out of your pocket that comes out of the team's pocket. That's why it's really expensive to put one scout on the road. You multiply it times as many scouts as you have. It's it's, it's pretty expensive. Um, you also got to play flights because, you know, as, as – all around as I was, while I had a car, a lot of times it was fly and rent. So, I mean, if I had to get from, you know, Pennsylvania to Miami, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a hurry, I mean, and if I didn't have to do it gradually, I was flying, and then once I got to Miami, then, then I rented a car, and I'd do what I need to do and then get back. So they, the club, I don't know if this is what you're asking or not, the club, pays all of the flights, the hotels, the per diem, obviously, uh, and, and as well as, you know, any incidentals, uh, hotel parking, um, I don't know, tips. Uh, I've used to, I always uh, brought uh, donuts to every coaching staff, you know, in college. I've always brought in donuts or muffins or something like that, um, always receded that. And you take, you know, that's it's kind of common courtesy. You do things like that. Um, all of that was paid for by the team. And, uh, no, it was, if, if, if it was, um, it says if you, you were able to pay for hotel rents and other places as far as finding places staying in. Yeah, it's, you know, very, very easy with, with uh, rental cars, with the cars they provide, with flights, um, very easy to get a look. I mean, it's not traveling's not easy. Anybody that does it will know, but but very easy, very very professional, well taken care of. The Browns were a lot a lot more uh, lenient. Bud Adams was was a mo- much more of a penny pitcher. Um, the Patriots um, very very good. Some other teams that I've done stuff for. There are a whole bunch of them. Um, Really, really good. So, yeah, no, very, very easy to get around and and um, transportation and hotel staying and eating and all that kind of stuff. Very, very easy. 
Uh, at the start of a game, do you like deferring to the second half or receiving get the ball first? Depends upon the team you're playing against. It depends upon a number of things, not just the team you're playing against. But as a rule, more times than not, I like to defer. I like to try to figure out if there is a way that I can get the last possession of the first half and the first possession of the second half. I thought those were crucial moments. Now, depending on the situation, the who you're playing against, and how your team is made up, uh, I might want to take the ball first and move it. But it just it really depends. And, and you're, you think about that before the start of the game. Now, that's just based on that. Now, the other thing that factors into it is the weather and the wind. And so I would want to factor that in and might want to take the direction and might want to factor in the wind and be willing to give up that in favor of the direction. So um, what was your assessment of Mike Tice as a head coach? Uh, Not very impressed. Mike's... Uh, you know, I hate to say it. Mike's not a very bright guy. I, I, I've um, never been really impressed with Mike. I think he's, he's an adequate assistant coach. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't think he was very good personally. Um, what was your scouting evaluation of Cortez Kendall of Miami? Cortez was a big push, power rushing tackle out of Miami. Very high grade on him. Shane Leckler out of uh, Texas A&M, good grade on him. I had a 6-0, which doesn't mean I'd have taken him in the second round, but, you know, that's certainly value-wise it made some sense. Dan Coppin out of Boston College. Dan was a really good guard, could play center, but could play in the left and right-handed stance. Pretty good feet as a pass protector and uh, strong hands. Um, Really, really good run blocker. So that's a look there. Hey, some good questions there from Richard. We appreciate those. Got a question, send it to me at contactchris at LandryFootball.com, and we will get it to you. Uh, We'll answer it for you, rather. Check out LandryFootball.com to take advantage of all our uh, behind-the-scenes information, inside information, scouting room analysis, film room analysis, um, roster breakdowns, college, NFL, you name it, behind-the-scenes work that we provide for you, less than $5 a month. So take advantage of the scouting season offer. Also look forward to the latest that we've got coming for you, new podcasts. We're working on different things there uh, with the website and the podcast, so check that out. Um, And sign up for Landry Football's conference call where you can get all of it to your cell phone. And, of course, least uh, uh, last but certainly not least, the great folks at 401k Generation. Check them out today. Uh, get your financial house in order. Get your financial health secured. Give Eddie Rojas and the team at 401k Generation a, a call. Money management, investments, 401ks, IRAs, whatever the case may be, they can help you. And they are licensed in all 50 states. So give them a call. Give them a text today at one 998 Five eight seven nine. Tell them that we sent you. I'll take good care of you. Hey, check us out over on the College Football Show. It'll be SEC football and beyond. 
take a look at the week that was in the SEC. Also begin to break down some teams. We're going to be doing that starting this week. We're going to take a look at the Vanderbilt Commodores on Monday. So flip on over, check that out, and um, we will um, certainly be breaking down teams all around the league each and every day on our various shows. So check it out, SEC Football and Beyond on Monday. Check us out tomorrow. That will be ACC Football and Beyond as well as another edition of the Pro Football Show. I am Chris Landry. Be safe. We'll talk to you again next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.